0: what would my ideal twins lineup look like against right-handed pitching against left-handed pitching with how many guys the twins have? They've signed Donovan Solano. Now there's a lot of names, a lot of bodies. What would my best lineups look like? It's all coming up on today's episode of locked on twins. You are locked on twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team. Everyday this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com/lockdown today to get started. Again, this is Nash Walker, I've been hosting this show for 3 seasons, 4 off-seasons, been writing about the Twins at twinsdaily.com for 4 seasons, 4 off-seasons, and today, my ideal Twins lineups against right-handed pitching, against left-handed pitching as we look toward 2023. Some new names in the organization. We know Kyle Farmer, Donovan Solano, Christian Vasquez, Joey Gallo. Carlos Correa is back. We maybe didn't expect him to be back into the lineup. He is back. Some new names. Some new looking lineups for the Twins, I think, going into 2023. I have some main takeaways from this exercise as well. I think as I was filling out these lineups, like I realized some things about the offense, about the position groups that I think I want to highlight today. So I will let you know my takeaways as well as I was filling this out. Against right handed pitching, we're going to look at for both sides weighted runs created plus since 2020. Against left handed pitching, the league as a whole has an average weighted runs created plus of 100 since 2020. So every point above or below 100, you can look at as a percent better or worse than average. Against right handed pitching, the league's at 98. So anything above or below 98, you can look at as 1% better than league average, 1% below league average, basically 100 for each. You can think about it as 100 for each, just the league has been a little bit worse against righties than lefties since 2020 offensively. We're going to look at weighted runs created plus against that handedness. So I split this. When I looked at the lineups, it's Jorge Polanco. It's not his. Overall, weighted runs created plus. I split it against right-handed pitching and against left-handed pitching. We split it into two different lineups. And actually, Polanco doesn't even make my left-handed lineup now that Donovan Solano is into the mix. Let's get into this. Against right-handed pitchers, it is a lot harder than it's been in recent seasons to create a twins lineup right now. It's a lot harder. It's because they don't have Luis Arise. <laughs> they don't have a rise leading off. It was so easy against right-handed pitching. You just throw in Luis Arise in the leadoff spot. Correa's batting second. It's pretty easy to make a Twins lineup last year with Gio Rochella as well. Wasn't too hard. This year, it's a little bit harder to find a leadoff man. I struggle with this. I considered Byron Buxton, even though he's not your prototypical leadoff man. He doesn't get on base enough. You know, he strikes out a little bit too much for for someone who leads off. Not enough contactability. I do have him leading off against lefties because he destroys left handed pitching, but against righties, there's just not enough of that. So I opted not, but I considered it just because of the options we have. Now that Luis Arise is gone, there's no great option to lead off. I settled on Jorge Polanco leading off, although it doesn't lend itself to the most, the best lineup that you can have that right left combo. When Jorge Polanco leads off, you kind of lose that, and somebody's hitting a little bit higher up than they should, and that's one of my main takeaways I'm going to get to today. But I am going to lead off with Jorge Polanco against right-handed pitching since 2020. Weighted runs created plus at 121. He gets on base. He doesn't strike out too much. He puts back to ball. He can drive in runs. I like Jorge Polanco. As your leadoff man lineup flips over, I'm okay with him getting the most at-bats in a game when you're facing a right-handed pitcher, right-handed starting pitcher. Carlos Correa is going to bat second. Hint against righties and lefties. Spoiler, I think Correa is a prototypical number two hitter. I think he fits in really well into this lineup in both lineups against righties or lefties into the two hole. So Carlos Correa batting second since 2020. He's at a 124 weighted runs created plus well above league average. Byron Buxton, I have hitting third. So Correa and Buxton back to back. We saw that quite a bit in 2022. Buxton since 2020 against right handed pitching a 140, 140. Way to runs created. Plus, the best in the lineup against right handed pitching since 2020 is Byron Buxton. And also the best against left handed pitching is Byron Buxton. Clean up. This is where it starts to get funky. And one of my main takeaways was who is the best left handed hitter after Jorge Polanco, who's a switch hitter, but he's a better left handed hitter. Who's the next best left handed hitter on the team? It's hard to say. Like, think about it. It's hard to say. In recent years, Luis Arise and Jorge Polanco were the best left handed hitters on the team now is no longer on the team, it's hard to say who the the next best left-handed hitter is. I am batting Alex Kirilov in the cleanup spot. This is some optimism that the early reports in spring training are going to continue, that he's going to have a really nice spring, a healthy spring with his wrist, and he's going to come out looking good. That's part of it. Another part of it is I'm okay with having Kirilov in the cleanup spot, even though he hasn't proven a ton at the major league level. Because I think it's it can help stretch out your lineup where Nick Gordon would probably be my next best left-handed hitter, but I'm going to hit him sixth because I think it stretches out the lineup a little bit more when you have question marks in Kepler, more so a question mark in Joey Gallo later in the lineup. Christian Vasquez, your catcher, is going to hit a little bit later on. So I want to have some pop with Nick Gordon batting sixth. In between Kirilov and Gordon, I have Jose Miranda. In Alex Kirloff's career, he has an 89-weighted runs credit plus against right-handed pitching. That is not ideal for a cleanup hitter. Jose Miranda was at 110 last year, and Nick Gordon, 113. So by the numbers, Nick Gordon is the second-best left-handed hitter on the team, second to Jorge Polanco. I have him batting six to stretch it out a little bit more. I think Jose Miranda is a great five-hitter. I think going Correa, two, Buxton, three, Miranda, five, your three best right-handed bats think it makes a ton of sense. I have back-to-back lefties, so I go Gordon 6, and then I go Kepler 7 in right field. You have to do it. There's too many lefties in the lineup. They don't have another right-handed bat other than Christian Vasquez, so three of the last four spots are left-handed hitters. you got to go back-to-back with at least two of them, and I went Gordon, Kepler, Vasquez, Gallo. More on the right-handed lineup, my reasoning, and then we'll get to the left-handed lineup after this word from FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official Sportsbook partner of Lockdown. We're so glad to have FanDuel on board because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes trained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. It's a very easy platform to use at Fanduel. It's the midway point of the NBA season. Now is the perfect time to download Fanduel, America's number one sportsbook. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. Thank you again for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Lockdown MLB Prospects is great with host Lindsey Crosby. He's a prospect encyclopedia going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Looking at this lineup against right-handed pitchers, here we go. Top to bottom. Jorge Polanco is leading off, playing second base. Carlos Correa is hitting second, playing short. Byron Buxton is hitting third, playing center. Alex Kirlov is hitting fourth, playing first base. Jose Miranda hitting fifth, playing third base. Nick Gordon is your DH, hitting sixth. Max Kepler is in right field, hitting seventh. Christian Vasquez is catching, hitting eighth. And Joey Gallo is hitting ninth in left field. Others, Trevor Larnik has a 106 weighted runs run plus in his career against right-handed pitchers, but currently does not project on my opening day roster because of the additions. Of Solano, namely the addition of Solano, pushes Larnick off of the 26-man roster. That's my lineup against a right-handed pitcher. It's the hardest lineup to make of the last, I would say, three or four years. Largely because of a rise, but also just things have changed with the group. Things have changed. And I think something that stuck out to me beyond just who is the next best left-handed hitter is... How is Rocco Baldelli going to manage back-to-back lefties in a lineup? Because I think it's going to have to happen. They just don't have enough right-handed bats currently. I would rather start Kepler and Gallo in the corners in the outfield because of their defense. I want them in the outfield rather than, I mean, Michael A. Taylor. His defense, but he's right-handed as a hitter. I want Kepler and Gallo in the corners based on the current roster against a right-handed pitcher. Nick Gordon, I think his bat has to be in the lineup against right-handed pitching. You have Kiereloff playing first base. Nick Gordon's gotten some work at first this spring, which is interesting. So keep that in mind, but I wonder how Baldelli's going to manage the back-to-back lefties because what he's like to do is go right, left, right, left, right, left. But what we saw last year and in recent years when the twins had Donaldson, because Nelson Cruz, Josh Donaldson and Byron Buxton were the twins, three best hitters. He would just go two, three, four Donaldson Cruz Buxton. He didn't care about the handedness and then he would figure it out later. You're going to get some of that with this lineup. You have Correa and Buxton going back-to-back as right-handed hitters, both very good right-handed hitters, so you're okay with that. And then you do have back-to-back left-handed hitters in Gordon and Kepler. But my thought process is you have Gordon batting sixth as your DH. If a lefty reliever comes in to face Gordon, Kepler, Vasquez, Gallo, you can pinch hit Cal Farmer for Max Kepler. And then if you want to pinch in Donovan Solano for Joey Gallo, you can do that and then sub in Michael Taylor in the outfield. You can get creative. They have a deep bench for situations like that. Maybe not a big deal to go back-to-back lefties because you can just pinch hit Solano. You can just pinch hit Farmer if the other team brings in a left-handed reliever. They're going to have the platoon advantage for a lot of matchups. And in the matchups, they don't have the platoon advantage, meaning the Twins don't have the opposite-handed hitter against a right-handed pitcher, a left-handed hitter against a right-handed pitcher. It's going to be Correa, Buxton, Miranda, and Christian Vasquez who's held his own against righties over the last three years as well. Way to run Scrated Plus against right-handed pitching since 2020. Down the list, Polanco 121. Remember, league average 98, so everything above is a percentile above. Polanco 121, Correa 124, Buxton 140, Kirilov 89, so well below average. Jose Miranda 110, Nick Gordon 113, Max Kepler 112, Christian Vasquez 95, and Joey Gallo's at 111 creating runs compared to the rest of the league 111 so above average that's since 2020 last year was a disaster but that's factored into it this is the last three years combined good lineup I mean good numbers you're missing a really big left-handed bat but I think they're hoping that's going to be Kirilov I think they're hoping Kepler's going to bounce back they're hoping Gallo's going to bounce back that's the biggest thing that jumps off the page is who's the next best left-handed hitter after Jorge Polanco they have candidates but that's one of the largest questions going into the to the season for the offense to score enough runs, so keep an eye on that against left-handed pitching. Super interesting, super interesting, and I don't have Kyle Garlick making the opening day roster. But if he were to make the opening day roster, he has really good numbers against left-handed pitching in the last three years in terms of weighted runs created. Plus, he's he's hit lefties really well in his career. Here's the lineup I have against lefties where league average is one hundred for that weighted runs created. Plus, I have Buxton leading off against lefties. I think he is one of the best right-handed hitters in baseball against left-handed pitching. One of the most dangerous, I would say, 156 weighted runs created plus since 2020. I have Correa hitting second. He's at 143. So Correa's he's better against lefties, still good against righties, but really good against lefties. I have Kyle Farmer hitting third at a 134 weighted runs created. Plus, Jose Miranda hitting fourth 132 Donovan Solano hitting fifth playing second base at 121. I've Ryan Jeffers DHing at 125. That might surprise some people, but he's hit lefties really, really well, which is another reason I like the Vasquez signing because Jeffers can see more percentage of his plate appearances against left-handed pitching. Joey Gallo. I have hitting seventh. That's mostly defensive in left field. Christian Vasquez. I have catching and then Max Kepler batting ninth or Michael A. Taylor. Actually, I would prefer Michael A. Taylor in the nine hole against lefties. Max Kepler's way to run a Plus against lefties since 2020, 59. Michael A. Taylor's at 98, so he's just about league average. Taylor can play right field and hit nine. So it's Buxton in center, Correa at short, Farmer at third, Miranda at first, Solano at second, Jeffers DH, Gallo in left, Vasquez catching, and then Michael A. Taylor in right field or Max Kepler, whoever you want to go with those two. I'd I'd prefer Taylor. You're not losing a lot defensively, certainly, and you're getting more with the bat. Jorge Polanco is not my lineup against left-handed pitching. The Solano signing, I think I would rather start Donovan Solano at second against left-handed pitching than Jorge Polanco. Polanco's weight of runs created plus last year, 75 against lefties. He's never been great against lefties. like He's He's okay. He's startable. The Twins have started him every day for for many years, and I don't think he's going to sit. He's not in my ideal lineup against lefties, but he's at 102 over the last three years, like basically league average. Donovan Solano's at 121. I'd rather start Solano at second base, and as soon as a right-handed reliever comes in, you pinch hit Polanco for him, batting fifth. It's, It's that easy, but Solano gets the first couple plate appearances against lefties. That might help Polo stay off his feet, stay healthier potentially as well throughout the season, but right now I would take Solano over Polanco against lefties. So it's Buxton Correa, Farmer, Miranda Solano, Jeffers, Gallo, Vasquez, Taylor. It's a weird looking group, much different than the right-handed pitcher group. There's no Kirloff in this lineup. There's no Nick Gordon in this lineup. There's no Max Kepler in an ideal lineup against lefties. The twins are going to platoon as Rocco Baldelli said, I think today all over the field, they're going to (laughs) platoon everywhere. And, You can see that in this exercise. The Twins have had an issue hitting left-handed pitching. It was one of my biggest takeaways last year. Like, They're not hitting lefties. They're hitting righties. They're not hitting lefties. Can they fix that? It was a key point this offseason. Big right-handed bat was one of my my holes for the Twins. They need to fill this hole. They need to get another big right-handed bat. They brought back Correa. You're kind of dancing around that because he was already on the team last year. Did you really acquire another big right-handed bat, but also that need was elevated by Correa, the assumption Correa would be gone. So I was thinking, okay, they're losing their shortstop. They need a shortstop. They're also losing one of their best right-handed bats, so they need a big right-handed bat. They got Correa back. I still think that they're missing, they're missing a bat period, I would say. Maybe that's just because Alex Kirilov is a question mark. Trevor Larnick is a question mark. Joey Gallo, Max Kepler, question marks. But I would say they're missing one other bat. Beyond Polanco, Correa, Buxton, and Miranda, they're missing somebody. Nick Gordon I trust. I trust Nick Gordon in, in the right matchups against right-handed pitching. Beyond those guys, who's stepping up? And against lefties, I think they're going to be in a good spot. I think they're going to be a dangerous team against left-handed pitching. You have Kyle Garlick at triple A, As depth who can come up and crush lefties as well. They're gonna have the platoon advantage against lefties. I'm excited to see what Rocco Bodelli does in those matchups. The Solano move last night further illustrates that, gives them another option, another guy who's hit lefties over the last couple of years. And I think overall the lineup should be good in those spots. It should be, but we've said that before. It's so weird. The twins had Donaldson, Sano, Cruz, Buxton, Garver in 2020, 2021, and they still struggled against left-handed pitching last year, not as good against left-handed pitching. I'm hoping that flips in 2023. I think one of their issues has been when they lose Buxton, it's it's a loss in in those matchups, maybe more than anything other than his defense in center field. Because yes, Buxton against righties, still really dangerous. Against lefties, he's like lethal and when you lose him in those spots it it it's damaging and when he's hurt everybody gets pushed up a peg in the lineup and you don't have your best hitter in the lineup in Buxton in those matchups and I'm leading him off because I think he's going to start a lot of games one nothing he did against Madison Bumgarner last year in Arizona I remember it going to start games one nothing that's why he's leading off when you lose Buxton it takes so much away from the team period but it takes away from this specific lineup, especially. That's been a problem. And then guys who you would think are going to crush left-handed pitching just didn't. Miguel Sano, weird reverse splits. Miguel Sano, typically his style and who he is as a baseball player, big right-handed slugging first baseman, you would think he's going to hit lefties more than anybody. Not the case. It's weird. It's weird. It just didn't happen that way. I'm hopeful in 2023. We're going to see platoon advantages all across the diamond every day, all week. Twins will be a matchup nightmare because as a pitcher, as a right-handed pitcher, seven of their nine or six of their nine are going to be left-handed. You got to get out. And then as a left-handed pitcher, seven or eight of their nine are going to be right-handed. And pitchers see that today already. Left-handed pitchers will see seven, eight, nine right-handed bats in a lineup. But this is these are good right-handed bats in those matchups. You don't want Donovan Solano hitting fifth against right-handed pitching. You don't want that. But against left-handed pitching, yes, absolutely. And you can mix and match. Then with this lineup against lefties, you have Gordon on your bench. You have Polanco on the bench. You got Kirloff on the bench. You got Kepler on the bench. You can pinch hit all game long and with versatile players. Nick Gordon in a pinch can play the infield. You got options on your bench. Max Kepler can play either corner. He can potentially play center. He can move all around the outfield. You got Michael A. Taylor starting in right field where he should be plus defensively. He's plus, plus in center. I would think he'd be plus, plus, plus in right field. You're in a good spot. Defensively, offensively, Rocco Bodelli has that flexibility, and that's part of why the Twins went out and added a bunch of depth this offseason to win those matchups individually on any given night. Those are my lineups. Like I said, much harder to do this year than recent years. Overall, harder to do because the Twins don't have their leadoff man and it's a different unit. It's a different group. Those are my two lineups. Let me know what you think. Drop your lineups, because the Twins do have completely different lineups in in either matchup, completely different all the time. Drop your lineups. Who would you start? Would you start Jorge Polanco in both? Would you start Donovan Solano? Would you keep him on the bench? Would you start Michael A. Taylor over Max Kepler? Who do you like in in either lineup? Who would you move? Who would you lead off? Would you lead off Buxton? Would you lead off, I don't know, Jose Miranda, Nick Gordon? What would you do? Let me know what you would do in the comments. And as always, thank you so, so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day for your second listen. Make it Lockdown MLB Prospects with host Lindsey Crosby. He's a prospect encyclopedia going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day. Thank you so much again. Have a great day. We're going to have Cy Young picks and Rookie of the Year picks. Thursday show. So join me then. Thank you so much. Have a great day and go twins.